come on now. Don't ask silly questions. Welcome to episode 6 of the Run of Play podcast, a fresh take on football with no filter, no censor and no suits. Today we're delighted to be joined by Rosella Ayan, currently plying her trade in the Barclays WSL with Tottenham Hotspur. We'll be chatting about the upcoming season and the growth of women's game in the recent years. Hey guys, uh, it's Abby here and I'm joined by Cameron, Elliot and Liam alongside our expert guest for the week, Rosella Ayan. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you're currently part of the Tottenham side who are growing rapidly and aiming to compete with the top sides in Barclays WSL. Uh, but before we get into this season, could you pinpoint the moment that you knew you wanted to be a professional footballer and what has that journey been like for you to get there? Oh, good question. Um, I don't think it's something I've ever thought I set out to be a professional footballer. I think I was just fortunate enough to fall into that path. Um, I think I think I fell in love with football when I was about eight. So, I mean, as I said, it wasn't something I set out where I thought it would be an opportunity to be a professional. Um, but yeah, I've been in love with the game since I was about seven or eight. Mm. What was your first experience of football? At seven or eight. Or can you, you know remember? What? I don't, I don't, think, I can, I don't think I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I was just out in the front garden with obviously, you know, in your neighbours and you just, it's nothing too serious. Um, I don't think I joined a team, proper team, until I was about 11. Who was your Who was your first team? Was it, was it always Tottenham or who were you at before? No, so um, my first team was Reading. It's actually funny, my mum just wanted to get rid of me in the summer holidays so just had a little coupon in the newspaper um and it was a six-week sort of free trial with Reading Academy and um from there they picked up that I could actually sort of kick a ball and the rest is sort of history <laughs> I wish my mum had sent me with a coupon to play for Reading when I was young. <laughs> honestly it's the best thing she's ever done <laughs> so fr- from there what what's what was the sort of journey um from the I was at Reading till I was 15, I think. And then um, Chelsea picked up on me and I moved to Chelsea and signed my first pro deal when I was 17. Um, I was at Chelsea to the age of 21. Uh, Then I moved to Cyprus. And now I'm at the Mighty Spurs. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're just gonna uh, obviously the WSL's back now uh, in a in a different way without fans. Um, but how much are you missing the support and and the thrill of playing in front of of the fans um, at the, at the moment at this at this point in the season? I mean, it is definitely very different without fans. Um, 
people always say it's like the 12th player, but I don't think you actually realise what it's like without them until you're actually in that sort of experience. So they are missed, but obviously it's a circumstance nothing can do, no one can do anything about. So you've just got to sort of get on with it. So for this season uh, at Tottenham, we you know signed a couple of big players, which we'll, we'll go on to uh, later on. But uh, what's what's the main aim for this season? I know obviously the first season sort of cementing itself in the in the WSL last season. Uh, what's the aim now for the for the coming season? Um, I think the aim this season is to just prove ourselves again this year that we are going to be a top team. Um, I think coming into the league from WSL two last season, everyone sort of underestimated us. And obviously we didn't get to finish the season way we wanted to due to obviously everything that's going on. Um, but hopefully we can just push on from last season and, and show everyone that we are going to be a top team. And obviously the, the new signings that we've brought in will just add to the quality we already have. Mm. You've, you've got quite a big game, um, obviously, coming up. You've got uh, Man, Man City. Um, after the likes of Lucy Bronze and Alex Greenwood joined, how are you preparing for that tough fixture? Um, I think we're just sort of taking each game in, in our strides. We've got Arsenal this weekend in the FA Cup, um, which obviously they're, uh, it's a North London derby. Big Everyone game. loves to play in a derby. Big yeah. game. Yeah. Big game. Um, they're obviously a decent side. We've brought good additions to our squad. So I think it'll be an interesting tie. Um, I think, to be honest, the WSL, every team has recruited well in the sort of lockdown period so um, it's going to be interesting but hopefully we can prove that we should be up there. Yeah I just wanted to um, ask you about that obviously uh, when you sort of like you mentioned Arsenal there and I'm sure you don't want them to be doing too well sort of like looking at the league as a whole um, when you see like the signings that have been made across all the teams you know Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal um, and obviously Spurs as well with like I said with Alex Morgan that will come on to is that is that exciting as a sort of women's footballer seeing how, how quickly the league's growing and the sort of attraction of, of the WSL at the moment? Yeah, I think, of course, it's great to have sort of that calibre of players in our league. Um, it just drives the standard on for everyone else. Um, I think we can't really focus on other signings too much. We've, we've made some good ones ourselves, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it's just great for every player that's homegrown and to show that the English league can be the best one in the world. Mm. I was watching the um, interview that Alex Morgan gave um, on Spurs TV, I think it was, about how like um, how WSL is growing and, and how it's becoming one of the best in the world. It must be super exciting to be a part of that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's come on heaps and bounds from when it first started up seven or eight years ago, whenever it was. Um, but yeah, I think I'm obviously not going to be biased, but I do think it's the best league in the world. Um, and with the calibre of players that are playing in it now and sort of the standards that, that each team is at, it's it will just show that for itself. Must tune in to watch that FA Cup time. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> 5pm, BBC Two. <laughs> I'm noting it down. Uh, Rosella, for someone who might not yet be watching women's football, how would you describe the game and the differences between the men's game? I mean, I could talk forever about this. I think... <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's a difficult one because obviously male and females are built differently. So 
just the science no female is ever going to be as quick as a man that's just obviously scientific but I think when it comes to technical and tactical attributes I think in some ways it can be even better than the men's obviously the speed and the I don't know the strength of males is never going to be as high as women no sorry the other way around but you know I'm getting at um but yeah I just think when you're looking at male and female football you need to sort of look at it in the way that you look at male and female tennis Mm. it's the same sport it's not going to be as quick but the shots will be just as good as they will be in the males game yeah, I think it's right. I think like obviously I um I was out at the Women's World Cup uh, last summer and I felt like that humble was... brag. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, I think it, that was a really pivotal moment, obviously being out there and there was that sort of idea of like um there doesn't need to be the constant comparison to the men's sport, right? Because it's the same thing. I think you look at the WSL now and how big it is anyway. Um, regardless if if a men's football didn't even exist, there's enough talking points and enough players there that it's it's sort of exciting in its own right. Um, and I just don't. I just wondered. Obviously, for you watching that, uh, watching that World Cup last year, did that sort of tournament feel like a turning point in terms of like for exposure and maybe something that accelerated the growth that we've seen since? Yeah, I think that definitely helped. Um, obviously, England women did really, really well in in the last World Cup. Um, I think the exposure on TV and across the media was what it deserved. And I think that only pushed the WSL to become where it is now. And I think, unfortunately, if we didn't come across a pandemic, we could be talking about it differently. Um, But we're making the most out of the situation that we're in. And I think it'll be a positive season. Mm. So from that that World Cup, I think a lot of the discussion was around, uh, you know, giving young girls the the confidence to sort of know that they can become professional footballers, and they can you can you can absolutely have that dream. What what advice would you give to to younger girls who who have that dream of playing football at the highest level? Um, yeah, I think the the best advice is could just be give a hundred and ten percent in everything you do and enjoy it. If you lose the love for whatever you're doing, you're not going to be putting a hundred and ten percent into it. I think little girls now are fortunate enough to know that it can be a a professional job. Um, When I was growing up, as I said before, it wasn't something that I saw as sustainable. But now I think with the way that the women's game is growing, it is something that little girls can look up to and have that as a career sustainably without having to be semi-pro or whatever. Mm. Especially with things like the FA and was it the Brazilian national team that are going to be paying yeah. equal uh, equal wage, equal and... wage really yeah mm. on the flip side of that um, you know there's there's still you know an education job to be done in for women's football and as you say in the comparisons between the men's game and and how you know it's growing but if you could say without any swear words or swear words if you yeah, wanted you can to swear. You can swear. Uh, <laughs> what would you say to sort of the ignorant fans that you do see? Uh, unfortunately, uh, who kind of write the sport off and, and, and you know, don't really give it the, the respect that it deserves. What would you say to them? Um, oh, what would I say to them? I just think in this day and age, if people are still not giving things like that a chance, it just says enough about them. Mm, yeah. I don't think we can focus too much on 
the people that still have negative things to say, the people that still shut it down. As soon as the BBC tweet about women's football and people like computer warriors tweet back ridiculous things, I think people now look more at the people that are actually commenting rather than focusing the negative energy around the women's game or whatever. I think people are like in their headspace now that they're necessarily the problem, not women's football being bad or whatever comments they're making. This might not be a question maybe directly for you, Rosella, but maybe do we all feel like it just came to me as as you were talking, like do we feel like there's almost a education piece that the men's game needs to have on fans that should be like why are you writing that because because i feel like a lot of it comes well yeah it is the men's game that maybe looks down on it a bit i think it's not necessarily men's game i think it's just maybe that type of audience in general i think people are so passionate yeah and when it when it comes to you know men's football it's like a religious it's like a cult thing so i think that Mm. anything outside of men's football i think that you know your typical stereotyping man mm. down the pub might not think that women's football is worth the watch worth upon uh, taking their time but if anyone did watch that world cup um mm. last year the women's world cup they would have known that there's plenty of quality there and it's yeah. you know it's just as exciting and just as interesting to watch there's far too many teams that you might sit and watch which you know bore the life out of you mm. which are a men's yeah, team exactly. so it's um you know it's just that typical stereotyping and it's something that definitely women's football just has to has to break through but as as the world grows plenty mm. of plenty of things the, change all the, the time the reason i say it is because i feel like i maybe grown up in an environment where you you know i'm almost ashamed to say that i didn't give it a chance when i should have like mm. i just thought oh, i never watched that but and it almost i don't think surprise is the right word because obviously there is a massive quality and you can see it when you watch it yeah but you have to watch it and i feel like people write it off too soon that's my rant that's exactly what i was gonna say like if you've watched it and you don't like it fair enough mm. but if people haven't actually given something a chance and they're still having negative things to say about it i think that's yeah. where the problem is in anything in life to be honest yeah i feel like yeah they're being shut down though aren't they now they're definitely being shut down more often those comments are just being yeah yeah it's just like you grow up <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think like when you talk about that as well and sort of what you mentioned Elliot, it's that idea of the biggest the biggest reason for maybe not getting the coverage is the sort of like barriers to access not just in terms of playing but in terms of actually watching as well and so like one of the most encouraging things being with like the games being more televised and all the games being on the fa player and that sort of thing is like there's going to be more of a chance for people to actually watch it and i think at that point like you said there's always going to be people no matter if it's women's football or anything else in the world who don't want to don't want to watch it don't want to yeah involve themselves in it but the the more chance there are people to sort of come across it in the first place instead of instantly disregarding it, then I think that... I didn't used to like... I didn't used to like watching darts. <laughs> <laughs> and now you do. And now I love it. <laughs> love darts. Um, so, Rosella, obviously you're, you're at Tottenham. How have you been enjoying your time so far at, at Tottenham Hotspur? I've loved it, to be honest. Um, it's got a real family feel at the club. The girls are all brilliant. The members of staff are great. Um, we had a really positive season last year. And as I was saying before, hopefully we can push on from that. But yeah, I'm enjoying every minute. And you were also in one of, um, in one of the first games at the, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium uh, in that North London derby. Record crowd as well, which was fantastic. How, how was that game? What was that, that game like for you guys going into it? Honestly, I don't know if you guys have been down to the stadium, but it's incredible. Like we played at Stamford Bridge, um, 
I don't know what West Ham Stadium's called, but we played. Is it the Olympic Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we played. Doesn't, doesn't we played. Matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Um, no, but we played there. But stepping out on that pitch, I don't know how they've built it. I don't know what they've done, but it was so weird. It was like stepping out onto a real stage, and I don't know if it's the way they've built the stands around you or what they've done, but it was incredible. Yeah, I was actually there for that one, and I gotta say like the atmosphere the you know the whole day building up to it was was actually was was incredible and I think yeah it's obviously a very different atmosphere to like maybe a, a Premier League or mm. Premier League game but much nicer as well to be honest like there's a much more of a family feel to it and I think I was gonna say my mum was having a great time in the stands <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um we touched on it obviously a little bit earlier um about new players coming into WSL but specifically for Tottenham obviously um, Alex Morgan has is, is, is joined how kind of how excited um, are you to kind of learn from her and, and of her experience and have you had a chance to chat to her yet? Um, I think obviously with Alex coming into the club it will be great for all the players to learn off her she's won I could be here for hours about how much she's won so she's a great character to have around and a great footballer so for all the girls it'd be great to learn from her and how much I mean we probably touched on it a little bit but like how much of a lift does someone like her coming in give to to the to the group of players as well I think it gives a massive lift um obviously as I touched on before how much she's won and how decorated she is as a player it shows that we're going to really be pushing on this year um and yes, yeah, just all positive, really. Having having two managers officially, Karen Hills and and Juan Amoros, um, they signed a new deal recently. But how important have they been um, to sort of the growth of of Spurs women's and and also for your career as well? How much have they helped you? They've been really important. I think they've been both been at the club for like ten years. So um, the dedication and hard work they've put into the club and where they've got the club to is credit to both of them obviously they brought me in last year so I really appreciate it and they've helped me loads so yeah really positive um we forgot to ask who's the best player you've played either with or against in your career and is and is there should we ask both okay with against and with yeah <laughs> uh with it's probably got to be G So Young from Chelsea. She is incredible. Like, she does things in trainings and everyone's just like, how have you actually just done that? <laughs> and she makes it look so effortless. I think that's when you know someone's a real player when they mm. make it look effortless. Mm. Um, and against... Can I pick G again just to go against her? Because obviously <laughs> I play against her now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Both. Double whammy. Yeah. Um, Double whammy. If there was a player that was there a player that when you were younger that you looked up to that you kind of modelled your game on? Um, I don't think there's a player that I looked up to to model my game to, but I was a massive Steven Gerrard fan growing up. Any sort of team. So when he went to the Galaxy, I was supported the Galaxy. Like I was obsessed with him growing up, but I'm not a defensive midfielder. And I don't really play like him at all. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he was someone that I looked up to growing up. 
Um, yeah, so we actually didn't have a name for this feature for quite a while. Uh, and then Cameron was very chuffed himself that he came up with against the run of play. <laughs> um, so we're just going to ask you a few quick fire questions. Um, the key is to literally just say the first thing that comes into your head. Um, I'll give you two options and then yeah, we'll start nice and easy and then and then go from there and see and see where you're thinking. Okay. Uh, first one, as I said, I promise to start nice and easy. Uh, Spurs or Arsenal? Come on now. Don't ask silly questions. Tottenham. <laughs> All right. And then the next one, uh, Messi or Ronaldo? Oh, Ronaldo. Oh, interesting. Is that yeah, the first one? First Ronaldo we've had? Yeah, the first Ronaldo. First Ronaldo. Yeah. Sixth, sixth episode. We've had five <laughs> Messis so far and mixing it up. Like it. No, I'm team Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one is Nike or Adidas? Nike. Interesting. Um, easy question. <laughs> Right, and then the next one, I don't know if this will be as easy. Uh, Megan Rapino or Alex Morgan? Alex Morgan. <laughs> um, when you're playing, what would you rather? A 40 yard screamer or a beautifully worked ticky pack of goal? Oh. Beautifully worked ticky pack of goal. Nice. I think that's the first. Yeah, that's the one. That is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could be the second, maybe. Uh, not sure if this is something you want to go into in the future, but if you were a manager, do you think you'd see yourself as more of a suit, smart, casual manager, or would you go trackies and go that way instead? Um, I think I'd have myself in a suit, something smart. Maybe not like a proper suit, but yeah, something smart, casual. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, um, a World Cup or a Champions League? Ooh. Uh... I think I'd have to go World Cup. Really? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that is the end. That is the end of the round. I'm glad we've got some new answers there. If we're thinking we're going to have to change up the question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, um, so it's been a been a pleasure, and yeah, thanks for taking some time out and. Good luck for the rest of the season. We'll be watching uh, on we'll Sunday. We'll be watching Sunday. We'll be watching Sunday. I was going to say, I hope you guys tune in on Saturday. Have you got a prediction? Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Saturday evening. Saturday evening. Right, have you got a prediction or would you not be so bold? Uh, let's go 5 nil Spurs. 5 nil Spurs. Like yeah, like it. Good. Love that. We'll tweet you when it, when it inevitably happens. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right. Thanks Cheers, so much, Rosella. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to episode six of the Run of Play podcast. And thanks to Rosella Ayan for joining us, giving us some great insight into life as a professional player for Tottenham Hotspur in the Barclays WSL and the growth of the women's game over the past few years. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Run of Play Pod. We'll be back very, very soon with another expert guest and we'll see you then. Yeah.